0: Magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher.
1: And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher.
0: And this is a podcast about using magic and energy work as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. That's true. That's
1: what we do. Hello and welcome to the show. Yes, so this is where we consider the cards we picked, the energy report, et cetera. Do we consider is do you feel practical magic is a like a like an oracular sort of yeah. Uh, Yeah, a
0: little bit. I mean, yeah, kind of like I tune into what kind of magic I'm going to do in the week ahead for sure.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oracular. I know you mean as an oracle, but it sounds like the right word. It probably is. But to me, it sounds like it's related to the eyes. I could tell
0: that you weren't loving that word. I feel like even before I I said it, I I was like, Natasha isn't going to she's not going to like this word.
1: Oh, I don't dislike it. I didn't know what it was. Divinatory. That would have been a better one. Mm. I was trying to figure out what is oracular. And then I realized, oh, like an oracle. Yeah. Because I was like, what (laughs) is. I think. I didn't know what it meant. (laughs) And then I realized it. And then, because I was like, eyes? but I don't know. That would be ophthalmol. Ocular. (laughs) Ocular. That's why. It's like, what'd you say? Oracular. Oracular. Which may not, n- now it seems similar. like maybe it's not a word. I bet it is. Don't maybe. let my confusion. I don't know all the words.
0: <laughs> Even though
1: I do play Wordle. Are you playing I, Wordle? No, I know. Okay. Yeah. I've become. <laughs> I didn't for a long time. I'm like, who are these people posting every day on Facebook their Wordle? I don't care. Why? You know, what do I care what your Wordle of the day is? And then. I got into it. I'm not posting it. I mean, I share it with Brett and I share it with each other. It's yeah. fun. It's a word game.
0: It does know. seem fun. I saw my cousin Ann was playing it when we were hanging out in uh, California and it did seem fun, but it seems like it would, I might kind of get obsessed with it, it seems like.
1: Oh, yeah. Because then, but you can only do one a day. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that helps so you, you not get obsessed. Yeah, but then I found the Wordle Archive. Oh, now you're and doing more than one I'm, a day. Now I found a hack so that mm. I'm doing more than one a day yeah. and that isn't good for me. I feel that worried that I offended people who post their Wordle score on Facebook and I'm sorry. Well, no, I think they need to know that <laughs> probably people don't care. <laughs> no, that's oh, not well, true. No, like, maybe, you know what? If you feel called to post your Wordle, then you should post it. And who? don't worry about judgy people like me. People can always just block you. Yeah. Hide you. <laughs> <laughs> block
0: you? Don't worry about it. You'll just lose
1: all your friends.
0: But you do it.
1: I mean, <laughs> worst that can happen, nobody cares. <laughs> okay. So what about, what cards did we pick? I will tell you already that the energy report was very accurate for me. But I want to know about you.
0: Well... You're going to have to remind me of the energy report, but I will tell you what the cards are. So the cards were fine tune. That Mm. was what I drew from Cosmic Dancer Oracle. And you drew from Sacred Rebels, Be the Hunter, Not the Hunted. Mm. So those did resonate for me for sure.
1: But tell Mm. me what the energy report was. Well, the energy report was getting hit in the face real early on, smack with the reality Oop! There goes rabbit. He's isn't that what the that um Eminem song is? Back rabbit? To, oh, it's back to reality. Back to reality. Um, yeah, that's what he calls himself. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, getting <laughs> smacked in the face and then um <laughs> and then realizing like, oh, okay, I have a better sense of who I am now. Okay, great. And then getting confused again. That was it. <laughs> Getting smacked I'm in the trying- face, having a moment of clarity, and then being confused. <laughs> getting, like, basically hurt, <laughs> getting hurt by something that made you feel unclear. <laughs> I was trying to say it shortly because last week they heard the whole thing. Right, right. Okay, well... So- um
0: did I get smacked in the face by something or someone? Well, just tell me how it went
1: with the with the With the, the
0: with cards. the carts. Yeah. Well, okay. So I feel like more fine-tuning definitely in our house since Wait, we Did bought you do it. more
1: clutter clearing? No. Is that what you're talking about? Ted is about?
0: actually being obsessed with just mm. making changes to our house now that we bought it. I like oh, all these little details.
1: So fun.
0: I'm getting kind of wrapped up in that too, like just fixing it up with little details and also big details like we're having mm. a wall put in. <laughs> there's like Uh-oh. there's a like a loft room that is mm-hmm. now a room. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Does that make it two bedrooms or three? Yes. Two. Two. Is like that we were the acting room like in was, right
0: now. No, this is this, the bedroom.
1: Oh, it's like you're half in your Well,
0: it's half bedroom. There's a divider. It's like a long big bedroom. And so uh, half of it is my office and half is the bedroom. Got it. Um but so, yeah, like fine tuning my house and also healing my relationship with social media that I feel Ooh. like is be the hunter, not the hunted, too, because I was starting to have this oppressive view of social media that was like just a story. Mm. And then I've been healing that like I did Akashic Clearing on it and now I'm reading a book about Social media, like by a social media marketer, which I just sometimes do just to kind of refresh my
1: relationship.
0: Mm -hmm. And it is like, oh, this is a way of
1: communicating. That's all. Yeah,
0: Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So that's been fun.
1: It's been, it is easy to project a lot of stuff onto it.
0: Like you feel, I mean, in the past I have felt like, oh, I have to do this. Like I have to figure it out. And like, I don't know, just the, the Facebook, Instagram meta is evil which they probably really are evil yeah in I some ways say,
1: probably <laughs>
0: yeah but it's still i mean so is google i'm sure not great mm-hmm. but it's like this mm-hmm. is these are these tools that we're using and we that's neutral there's a new neutrality to that in a way you know
1: yeah it's maybe the same thing as like well no i was gonna say as food like food can be neutral but people project a, maybe it's bodies of- are neutral
0: I was thinking about that with food too today, but with a different thing with – um, which this is another thing that's being fine-tuned for me is mm. my relationship with self-care since I've been doing your inner child class. Because mm. I think I was sort of having like a lot of stories attached to that too, like wanting to take care of my body, like wear makeup, take care of mm. my hair, my skin. Mm. Like it started to get to be like, oh, it's like me trying to be – lovable instead yeah. of like there can be like a way to do it with joy that's just so creative yeah. and so connected yeah. like such a way of taking care of yourself and loving yourself yeah and then there can be another way of it being kind of like a form of punishment in a way yeah sort of yeah so definitely. but I was thinking about that with food how food is like you have to eat food Right. <laughs> you can't yeah. just not eat food so yeah. like finding a way to do it, it with joy with self-love with self-care rather than with punishment it's a real similar kind of thing with your relationship with your body
1: yeah yeah Uh, it's everything is so connected I mean like themes like I feel like when you find out a theme in your life like for me I've been dealing with a lot of abandonment stuff and so like I'm just seeing like all the ways that affects different things like you know um. Anyway, I don't even know. There's so much that I am. Um, this is a real uh, metamorphosis kind of time for me. But there's been a lot of stuff coming up. I won't go into all of it, but I will say. Let's see. One thing that happened. Um. It's like okay. So listeners know that my mother was a narcissist, and um, so was yours. <laughs> um, and that's something going on. But what I realized this week was actually that there was a part of me, an inner child part, that did not want to, that even though I'm like, yes, this happened, she did this, there's a part that of me that's still like, or was still like, but... You know, actually, maybe it really didn't. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe all that stuff, you know. And I um, I just realized this. Well, I had a therapy session and my therapist was like, it sounds like she was classic borderline. Like,
0: oh, yeah.
1: And he was like, yeah, you, you experienced trauma. Like, yeah. And he just said it. So, like, that's traumatic. That's trauma. And just even hearing it like that, I just started to cry. Not in front of him, please. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't though. I said not in front of him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did save it because it was the end of the session. I was like, I'm going to start crying now. Yeah. Please. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Just kidding. Tears are welcome. But I'm not kidding because that is what happened anyway. (laughs) So it was just like another layer of that. So I guess fine tuning that relationship, like, because the reason I didn't want to believe it again, I realized was that if I do that. If I really believe that she was mentally ill, which she was, okay. But if I really, my inner child part, then she has to let go of her mom, mm. and that's really sad for her. No, there's been i I've just been wow. There's so much abandonment stuff for me, especially like my whole family. I but don't really have um a family of origin. Pretty much. like I talked my. I mean, now I kind I do talk to my dad. And now my sister, because she now believes, and I should even take that as something. My sister was my mom's biggest supporter until she read her diaries. Mm -hmm. And so like, that should be proof alone that it was true. But Mm -hmm. there was just so much brainwashing. Oh, and one thing he also said to me, which I know is true, but that like when people are borderline or narcissists, their energy really can energetically get in your space. Like they, it's like, wait because they are trying to make that happen oh, and if yeah. you're a kid then you're in agreement with that you have yeah. to agree to that as a kid he didn't say I'm saying this. like he, you have to because the kid has to agree to it and as I always say like the people's energy can't get in you unless you agree to it on some level so it's like oh yes I need my mom come on in and then like it's basically a process of all like clearing it out and being like oh no 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 it's okay it's safe to not have it in here you know, yeah, there's a you lot of reprogramming
0: because I mean it is. Yes, like, you, that's you learning about the world. Like this is the person teaching you about this is the world. This is how the world works.
1: And this so, is how you are. That's oh, yeah. That's the biggest thing. This yeah. is how you this are. This is what this should is be you important work.
0: to you. But this is yeah. how
1: you should feel about yourself mm-hmm. and how I feel about you. Yeah. And so therefore how everybody feels about you. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole thing. Like never yeah. even mind the world. Like it's like such identity stuff. Totally. I didn't mean to discount what you were saying, but it's No, just no,
0: like... but I mean what I mean is it just it's very formative. It's like yes. this is when your brain is forming all the okay, this is what yes. this is just life. This is what I do this <laughs> who I yes. am in the
1: world. Yeah. And our brain, I feel like I've said this a million times, but our brains from zero to seven are in a high, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Like the same state that we're in now. Yeah. When we're meditating or under hypnosis. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we're just like, uh, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it is so true, too, to have having other family like Aaron and I. That's my brother. We talk mm-hmm. about how lucky we are that we had our cousins, our uncles. We had we also had a really narcissistic um,
1: borderline
0: Mother. aunt. But oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of other, you know, grandparents and nobody's perfect. But we had we did yeah. have a lot of support. We had each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't have any of that.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's a real huge deal.
1: I mean, my dad, I do think that was my saving grace was that I knew he loved me. He just wasn't around a lot. And he, you know, he has his own stuff. But and your cats, too. My cats were it. This is yeah. why. that I shouldn't say I had no one. I have my cats. They yeah. were the thing. That's why I am so right. connected to cats. Yeah. Thank God for those cats. And also appreciation to my mother for never rehoming them because we moved like 10 times. Mm. <laughs> and I will say that she never rehomed them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that is really good. And I also, my dad is alive, so I don't want to say anything about him, but you know, the, uh, everyone has their stuff. Right. Okay,
0: so I want to say one thing about narcissistic moms and intuitive daughters, and it is mm-hmm. that Ted and I have been watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, okay. Did you know that Deanna Troy's mom was also a narcissist? Wait, who,
1: is that a character or? <laughs> yeah, he? the
0: empath. Oh, you never watched the show.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Oh, it's so good. Well, she mm. she's the empath. She's the counselor. Okay. And um, we watched an episode last night called menage a Troy. And oh my God. Oh my <laughs> her God. mom was in it, and I was like, "Oh my God, and Deanna Tri's mom is a narcissist." Oh, I mean, wow. it, it was portrayed in a benign way, but it was like, it you always still is. see. you could still tell. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like it's very rare to have a um, I mean, yeah, of a, a real portrayal of a narcissist mom. There's so much apologizing in the media for that behavior.
0: Mm, well, I mean, it it's like a, it was a show that was over in forty five minutes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they couldn't. And also, get into it's it. not
0: really a show about. I mean, it is a show about emotions, but they're all real, kind of under the
1: surface. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's very good though. I mean, it do, It's oh, it's way better than you think it's gonna be.
1: Hmm. I just I don't watch Star Trek. See or why? Star Wars. Or what? anything spacey. Why? I'm not attracted to it. I'm just not. in I think not... you
0: just don't realize how much you would like it. Like it was really, it was like pulling teeth to get Ted to, to watch Star Trek with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, he just told me there's there's going to be a <laughs> trek a Trekkie convention that he's considering oh getting
1: God. tickets to. That's so <laughs> funny. It's, it's better than you think it's going to be. I mean, it's not that I think it will be bad. I just have no interest. See, I, I just think if you gave it a chance, you would okay. be glad you did. I mean, I have watched Star Wars, and I don't like... I am bored. What? Yeah. All oh. the Star Wars could care less. Actually, I haven't seen maybe the new one. Maybe one new one. I like just the romance care. between Han Solo and Princess Leia, you are unmoved?
0: Mm. That I love you, I know? Really? Mm. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> <meet> zone own. Um, <laughs> okay. Um. So where are we right so now, now? We're gonna uh, answer. Oh, oh, oh wait, no. Well,
0: let's talk about some stuff. Like for yeah. example, mm-hmm. what would you would you like to tell you everybody go. about something you've got?
1: No, you no, go you want first. me to start? Yeah.
0: Um, I just want to mention that. Uh, I'd love for you to check out my blog. I have just oh. opened it up to uh, guest author submissions. Jay Allen Cross is the first one. He's on there. He wrote an excellent post about jinxes, curses and hexes that's up there. There's going to be some other ones on the way and also more by me mm-hmm. um but there's a lot of stuff there so i'd love for you to check it out at the bottom of each blog post there's a place where you can sign up for my newsletter mm-hmm. and then you can get weekly reminders of my oracle readings <coughs> of the new blog posts that come out
1: so that's at testwhitehurst.com that's great um yeah, so I will just say, of course, please sign up for my newsletter if you're interested in me at all. Eyesighthealing dot com. Uh, you can schedule a session <laughs> if with you're somebody. interested in me at all. <laughs> yeah, it's true. If you like me? If you're not, I'm not sure why you're. Li- maybe you're listening for Tess. I feel like um, I'm coming off a little sassy this, hey, if or you maybe have negative feelings this week. about me at all. Go say no. That's newsletter. right. <laughs> If you like reading and me, then that's a good combo. Mm-hmm. It is true. You could schedule a session with me as well where we look at the energy. I'll be much more. I feel like I'm sounding kind of. And that's not the case at all when you have a reading with me. I'm very it is not. supportive. It's and no. Yes. Loving. She's very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I also want to mention God provisions because I'm about to get their box. Today I'm so excited. I love this. This it may be. It is. It's definitely one of the highlights of my month when I get this box. Wow, definitely. I love it. And I do still
0: really love all the stuff I got. I mean, the stuff I have kept from Goddess Provisions is really great stuff. Yeah, I just and, you know me. I just was starting to get too much of it.
1: Oh well, you don't have almost anything in your house you you clear it all out so of course you don't want also at box. the same
0: time though it's full there's not room for more storage really According But anyway, you
1: but okay so <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm really the claws are out no i didn't even mean that negatively i just meant I i'm did, sure i could I
0: stick some stuff being, in there you're seeing yourself in yeah, a different way than you're I actually am. coming across because you don't aren't seeming bitchy to me
1: okay that's also a theme by this week buy this week. A theme that has come up for me this week is I've been afraid of being really needy, that I feel it's all the fucking abandonment stuff. It's fine. Anyway, (coughs) I'm so excited to be getting this. Seriously, it's such high quality stuff. And when you buy one, you support the show, which we don't have other advertising. So it's so helpful for us when you do that we and it, they also are um vegan cruelty free they plant a tree for every box sold um and it yeah, is it, all right up our alley you guys it's oh like, my this gosh this is our
0: stuff for sure if yeah. you like
1: the show oh, you yeah. like that stuff i mean and they <laughs> i'm always surprised like how unique it is like just like really pretty like candle snuffers and i'm trying to look over like there's chart crystal charging plate that's beautifully carved a lot of this is on my altar um yeah crystals candles that kind of stuff but also just like beautiful um like altar cloths there's a lot of stuff so just you can go to please go to our website magicmondaypodcast.com and click on the banner and then you can support the show that way or instagram magic money podcast and you can we have a link on there as well so, thank you. And while we're here, um, I'll just throw out Magic Monday Podcast listeners is on Facebook. com is on Facebook as well. And if you would like to ask us a question, yeah, go to Magic Monday Podcast, hit ask a question. We haven't gotten a voicemail in a long time. Hey, you guys are real quiet. Yeah, on the voicemail front. And also just... Yeah, so... You don't have to feel bad about it, but we just love to hear from you. And questions, too, about whatever you want. Throw them in there. We're going to answer a question. You'll hear it that you might think, well, why are you answering that question? Because someone asked. Yeah. And we are answering.
0: Yeah. And it's and a topic we it. don't mind talking about.
1: We love. So I love talking about it. Um, so anyway, you can call us at 828-333-7181. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> three, two, three. No, sorry. Stop it. No. 828-333-7181. Okay. Um, or go to Magic Money Podcast. Hit ask a question. Okay. So speaking of questiones, that's what we're going to do right now. Should I can start with mine? The sure. one I have? It's not my sure. question, but I'd say question that was me. <laughs> oh, a friend asked this? No. I mean I'm joke. I'm joking like you like, oh I didn't ask this question. Oh, Someone oh, else. I'm it. asking
0: for a friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um mm-hmm. actually this is from Mona. Mona okay. asks how do you know when you are making a connection to spirit? As I seem to have trouble feeling this. I meditate almost daily, practice yoga, work with crystals, track lunar phases and do lots of journaling. However, I can just I just never can seem to make or feel a connection with spirit or divine guidance. I do sometimes find synchronicity to be a form of spiritual intervention but i'm looking for more of a daily practice or a more proactive way of connecting with spirit or spirit guides. So that's the question.
1: Do you want to start or what do you want to do? Well, about i it? do
0: see in this so Mona says i pra- i meditate almost daily practice yoga work with crystals track lunar phases and do lots of journaling. So you know, i think a good place to start because I do believe that we all are connected to spirit all the time. We are mm-hmm. all spirit. We are right. one with that consciousness. So this is our, our spiritual practices about reminding ourselves of that and learning to trust that more and more. So I know for me, working with Oracle cards was mm-hmm. a way to start to really just palpably notice like, oh, mm-hmm. there's information here for me. This mm-hmm. is because it 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 was just so it just felt like if i asked a question and i drew a card it felt like oh yeah that that really feels right so i mean like that gives me a lot of guidance for this i mean you have to this could even be a part of your practices like finding a deck you feel intuitively guided toward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over time, when you continue to practice stuff like that, like let me find a deck I'm intuitively guided toward. Let me start to read the cards, even I remember my first oracle deck. I remember shuffling and then starting to notice like oh my hand- the way my hands feel oh, this is time now mm. to start drawing a card or to take the top three cards off, mm-hmm. over time you start to notice like I, I now I know there's this feeling in my stomach sometimes. Mm. That it's like this unclenching, this kind of like, like inner massage feeling in my stomach that mm-hmm. means like, yeah, this, yes, this is a yes. Mm. And I think everyone's different in the way you tune in, but those are some places to start. And then the more you trust the more you start to realize how to continue to
1: trust. It's kind of like feeds on itself. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to say about this, but the first thing I want to say is my, the feeling I got from the question was that she's really trying really hard. Like I do this, I do this, Mm -hmm. I do this and I can, and it's so relatable. And that is a pretty good way to not, notice the connection right. with spirit. It's like getting in your head like okay where is it not the mm-hmm. saying that she's being impatient but just like I'm doing these things and this thing spirit isn't showing like knocking on my door and so there's part of that just like this letting go and like okay it's the hardest part but it's the part where with manifestation too where it's like okay I'm just going to let go and see what happens. I'm going to let go and and see if it shows up Yes, Instead of trying so hard. And then the other part of it is we are not taught in our culture what it feels like to connect to spirit, what that feels like. I mean, are the traditionally like we are raised in a patriarchal, you know, masculine dominated society, which is not. It's like the opposite of what it feels like. It's like the opposite, not to say, I mean, there's a time and a place for that as well, but it's so dominating that we haven't been taught to value imagination or what it feels like to um, connect to spirit. Like those are often dismissed as like being woo-woo or not important or like, oh, that not powerful. So I think Brett one time said, and I can never say it the way he said it, but it was like, yeah, that's true. It's like he said we've been something like in our culture, we've been taught to dismiss the language. Basically, he wouldn't use these words, but the language of talking to spirit as imagination. Like, oh, that's just mm-hmm. my imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not taught like in school. Like, oh, no, this is what this feels like, you know. So I would just say to be, Start, we we dismiss it. We we don't va- we invalidate it. So start validating. Like you did mention, um, what's it called? The synchronicities, which mm-hmm. I do think is one way. So that's good that you value that. But that is kind of like the most, um, hit you over the head example of. You know, that of of connecting to spirit, like it's like, I can't deny this. I just saw, you know, I just heard this word three times randomly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very obvious. And I just want to say start validating the less obvious, like like you were saying, like that feeling in your stomach when you pick an oracle card. Like, yes, that means it's yes. Like, you have that feeling. It's true. Mm-hmm. Start validating your intuition. Um, those kind of things. Yeah. And um, the last thing I'll say is like, I started talking to my guides. I don't even remember how young I was, but I basically was like, okay, talk to me. And then I just started writing and I just chose to believe it was true. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then over time and oh, and here's the thing, like it doesn't even matter. Like, I wasn't looking for predictive things. So I will say I don't really believe in telling the future very far ahead, Um, but I think there's too many possible futures, but I will just say, like, the feeling you get will always be expansive, will always be positive, will always be affirming. If you're getting information like, oh, God, why did you do that? Like, you shouldn't have done that. You're right. Yeah, or something
0: bad is going to happen. Yeah, no, that's
1: not. Unless you have this like expansive feeling about it, which seems counterintuitive, but or,
0: or just like, oh, hey, don't do that. I mean, like, it's not yeah. like you don't sometimes maybe feel guided away from something. Oh, sure, but of it's course. like when you start to feel like, oh no,
1: <laughs> like, yeah. this, well, the,
0: like a feeling of dread, like that's not spirit.
1: Yes, exactly. And like, a good example is like, if I'm obsessing about something, um, then you know, my guides might be like. How can you allow yourself to be more open? How can you allow yourself to feel more complete as is? Like, those are the questions that guide me away from obsessing about the thing as opposed to why are you doing that? Don't do that. Nope. Bad yeah. idea, you know what I mean? It's yeah, there's a and that
0: information is there for you. That's it. It is yeah. like this process of that's like such a great example because when you're obsessed, it's like a certain energy. Yeah, and then if you make a choice like, oh, I'm gonna tap in a spirit now, it's like you're kind of lifting up and out of that and opening up, and then that information is there. Yeah. So that reminds me too of when I wrote the magic of flowers, and I would go to the botanical garden in outside of LA and choose a flower for that day and listen to it like i would look at yeah. it and i would listen to it and every day i would be like is it going to happen again like are the flowers going to talk to me <laughs> and they and i would just start by just looking at the flower appreciating its beauty and then i would start to get i would i would be also be writing so writing might be a great thing to do and i would write down oh this flower the energy of it is supporting me in this way like this is the way divine energy is coming mm-hmm. through this hibiscus blossom, or <laughs> this tea tree yeah. blossom, or whatever yeah. it was. So, spending time in nature is a really another. I mean, because just yes, the beauty yes. of nature is spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that. That's it. It's the we are
1: spirit, like you said, yeah. and we just get lost because of our our brains do many wonderful things, but they also can really help us get in the way. We again overvalue the brain like the thoughts and the the, it's the they are important but they're not the especially when connecting to spirit they're maybe the least important
0: yeah so it is kind of like more of an emotion I mean it's like if you think Mm -hmm. about hugging someone you love it's really not a logical thing but you still know like oh I feel this love here it is so it's kind of like that with spirit like tuning into that feeling of love and support that's
1: there for you yeah I like that um okay so this is the question that you would think uh, Magic Monday ladies may not have a lot to say. About. Well, I guess you would if you listen to the show. But here we are. And I'm going to answer it. We are going to answer it. Actually,
0: is- uh, Natasha is actually pretty qualified to answer this. I just yeah. I'm not. Okay. But I still will talk about it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Katie P says... I'm wondering if you could share how you do your red light for skin and mood. Do you have to sit a certain distance away? How long do you sit under the light for? Thank you so much. So um, maybe longtime listeners know that I'm kind of obsessed with skincare. And as you were saying before, like thinking about skin and stuff like that. It wasn't a pleasant experience. I think this is my Libra moon. I just get so much joy from it. Well,
0: lately I have been too. That's what yeah. I mean, like in a way yeah. where I'm like, oh, now I understand. Like it's a spiritual practice. It's yeah. not because yeah. before yeah. I, like, yeah, I just had this. I mean, I have had moments when I felt like self care was loving, but yeah. I often in the past have had feelings like, it, like I'm trying to make myself less bad. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's most people, because mm. um, this is how, uh, well, I am just really banging this patriarchal drum, but here we go. I mean, women are made to feel bad about themselves if they aren't changing their face, like, to be until you're, like, 20, and then, you know, I, what I'm saying is you're okay until you're 20, and then once you start to show any aging, you have to change it. So it's very easy to come to it from that place.
0: To have like a weird relationship with
1: it. To have a toxic and mm-hmm. and uh invalidating relationship. Yeah. Okay. So I love this red light. So there's many red lights you can get. Tess recently bought one that most of them are made for skincare. I what they what it does is I guess it okay, I'll just tell you. I bought one for plants because I didn't <laughs> I was like I bet these that it's gonna be much cheaper if I get it, and like early on too in this yeah. whole movement. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, maybe. It's been a few years I've been doing this, and so I got one for plants because they make plants grow. This red light therapy, and I did a lot of research, and there's it appears to have no negative benefits, and in fact. Healing benefit. Like people were like, I got this plant light from my husband's like leg after a burn or something and it completely healed, like stuff like that. But for skincare, it's supposed to just like rejuvenate it. And I did go see a facial lady after I did it and she was like for a little while and she's like, Oh my god, I have to buy one of these for my office. Your skin has changed. So I love it. I also love it because it makes me relax. Now there, apparently there's no research about that, but I feel when I sit in front of this, I'm like, okay, I feel good. So as far as, and I also dump multitask. So I will listen to something else that I was going to listen to anyway while I'm doing that. So I bought one for plants. Now it's a whole situation um, because it's not it's a bowl, basically, so you have to find a thing to put it in. But if you go on the regular market, they have ones made for the face, and Tess has one, and you just wear it. So you, as far as how a certain distance, no, that's not, it doesn't matter how close. But, but what do you do with your light? Like, how close are you? For me, <laughs> um, <clears throat> how much is this? Like a foot, two feet? No. That's two like feet. maybe a foot. OK, I think this is maybe. this is maybe two feet, but it doesn't matter. You can be <laughs> as close as you want, or far I think you probably should be kind of close, otherwise mm-hmm. it's not going to get you. Um, but that's how close I sit. Yeah, but so the reason I just got
0: one is because I found this mask that I mean, it's partly because I've been getting excited about skincare in like a joyful way. Yeah. Um, but it like in the past, the masks have to me looked scary. And also expensive. <laughs> do look scary to me. Yeah, yeah, and then I think the red lights, just the red light, like Natasha has, it seems too clunky. Like I don't, I'd be like, yeah. well, where do you I have put
1: to? It? Yeah, you do have to do a whole thing. Brett got an old microphone stand and a clamp and put it yeah. in there. It's like and a so whole
0: thing. This one I just did it for the first time yesterday. It's so fun. It's like this visor that goes over my whole face except mm-hmm. the eyes. But I think. My eyes you are can have them on
1: the eyes anyway. Well, I think
0: they're still getting the light. It's just yeah. like they give you a little...
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just um, want to say it's not dangerous if you do. In fact, they use it to heal glaucoma. Mm, okay.
0: Yeah, go. but it was so great. Like I just put on my earbuds and I did a meditation and it felt real trippy and I liked it.
1: All right. Um. <laughs> just real quick. I'll put now. a link
0: to that in the show notes. The thing I got, it's from Ulta. You can also get it at Bloomingdale's. It's
1: called... The wrinklet skin gym, okay, so this message is from and she says, "Hello, I love your podcast so much. Listening to your open and vulnerable conversations has been invaluable to me. That makes me happy Aww. um I am new to the world of energy healing and magic, and I live in a very rural conservative Christian traditional area of the country where groups, workshops, and gatherings for topics are not uh, for such topics are not available your podcast helps me feel more connected to people who share my values and interests i'm grateful for all the information and guidance i have received just through listening i am excited i will be receiving an akashic clearing from Tess in april i wonder if it's already happened i have been on a healing journey for the past two years and after learning more about them i think this could be a helpful way to help It could be a way to help me release old patterns, but as I mentioned, I'm new to this world. Can you explain more about what akashic records are and how clearings work? Thanks.
0: Okay, so the akashic records. So it's so Edgar Casey, the psychic from a long time ago, he talked about the akashic records as being like a library of everything that your soul has ever been through, like all the souls, Mm. all of the lifetimes, all of the stories. And then there's now there's a scientific philosopher named Erwin Laszlo, and he talks about the Akashic field as being an actual field, like a scientific thing that exists, a field of energy and information that defines everything. So mm. it's like coding. And I that's how I sense it. And when I do Akashic clearing, I work with someone's full name, full birth name, full current name, full birth date. And I ask for access to their Akashic records. And then Mm. I ask to be shown what it will most benefit them to look at and clear at this time. And then Mm. I pull three programs or patterns. And Mm. then we talk about them. And then when we clear them, it's like... Setting an intention. It's a guided meditation I lead them through where we mm-hmm. and we call on the divine to clear or it's really, it's not like we're clearing it. It's not like it never happened. Mm-hmm. It's more like we're removing the energetic charge. We're taking out the threads of the stories that are unnecessarily continuing to define the current life experience. So it's like mm-hmm. looking for these old traumas or um, stories, sometimes like emotional habits That just got in the field. And it could be from this life. It could be from a past life. Um, And then just becoming aware of them and then letting them go. Because there can be, it's really helpful because sometimes there are things that have been in our field for so long, we can't really identify them. It's like, oh yeah, I do see that. And now, like, when I talk to people, they're like, oh, I do think, th- yeah, now I can see that. Sometimes you even can't really identify it until after you clear it and then mm-hmm. you go out in the world with it not in your field and then you're like, oh, this is what it feels like to, you know, be open in my relationship or this is what it feels like to kind of, yeah. like, see myself as someone who people – maybe could listen to <laughs> someone yeah. who's worthy of being heard or seen you know if you don't if you've never had that in your field you don't know you don't even know it's there so yeah. that's it's really that it's like I think of it as the coding that is underlying everything
1: so is it similar to like when I do past light like if a past life pops up and I do it de-energizing of that past life it's kind of like that Sim- yes, yes yes very s- much
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's just when i do it it's like the, the past life stories come up sometimes mm. but it's more about the pattern that mm. came from that story it's like you don't really need to know the story you just need to know the right. pattern but i'll still talk yeah. about the story because it yeah. can be helpful in kind of like understanding it or tapping into it before you clear yeah. it
1: yeah Okay, well, there you have it. Okay, so now it's time for the energy report. Huh. Is that like the one I did last time? I don't remember. Hmm. Me either. I liked it. Okay, um, I like that one. If I remember it, maybe I'll keep it. So last week... Was a slap in the face with cold water. (laughs) This week is, and I did experience that, but anyway, this week is, it's interesting. It feels more to me like wind. I don't know why, because none of this, well, okay, it is Pisces. There's a ton of Pisces energy last week, so it does make sense with water. I don't know if there's going to be a bunch of air stuff going on maybe with Gem- Gemini or so, not I mean Mercury I don't know but what I'm see- seeing is like whoa okay this wind coming at this energy coming at us and when I tuned into it it seemed like a lot of old invalidation energy like old beliefs about ourselves Old, and it may come in the form of I don't know. It could come in any way. I just had this idea of like maybe somebody saying something that brought up an old stuff, uh, uh, old pattern that you don't like about yourself, that kind of thing. Just like lo- old, like, phew, oh, God. It's weird. I just looked ahead at my April calendar and there's wind picture. There's a picture of gusts of wind in oh, front of me. Oh, interesting. Yeah see synchronicity um but anyway so it's like this energy of invalidation and then i was like but that could blow you over if you let it it could so i was like okay so how do we deal with this what's the best way to deal with this and i had this image of Diving underneath it and finding like, you know, when there's turbulence on a plane and they find like they kind of go under or over it to find the pattern where they can just glide. That's what it feels like to me, which could sound spiritual bypassy, but it's not because the invalidation is not the truth and it's not like feeling. It's like old programming about yourself, kind of like you were saying with the Akashic Records that just doesn't isn't true but you've been adhering to for too long. So diving underneath it and finding that place like, okay, actually finding a place where you know who you really are, where you value who you really are, where you connect to who you really are. And I had this image of diving under it and then imagining yourself in like this little, like a house, a cozy house where all the walls our energy of validating you of remembering who you are kind of go spiritually going to this place of remembering who you really are. Mm. So you could do that in meditation or literally imagine yourself in a in a house where where you're just feeling the energy of love being amplified at you call on your guides and angels even if you can't consciously connect and just let yourself love that, love yourself and be in that place. And then the other part of that is also because we can't live in that place 24-7 to become more comfortable with the gray area, to become more comfortable with, okay, I don't believe I I don't believe that old stuff about me anymore, but I'm not fully connecting with who I really am either. So I'm just going to let myself be here and know this is part of the human experience. And it's funny because now I'm seeing that picture above your head that says find beauty everywhere. It feels like kind of part of just like, guess what? There's even beauty in the gray. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us feel very uncomfortable in that gray like humans want to know what's up like they want to know it's this or that and sometimes when we get a lot of negative information like we're like oh god I'm the worst it's like if things aren't perfect then I'm then there's nothing then there's just scarcity Mm. then I don't believe in myself so instead to just as be compassionate as you can with yourself and just be like okay this is a gray area how can I enjoy this how can I let myself be here not fight it Um, And then also taking time to validate yourself. So that's it. Okay, great. Okay. So now
0: it's time for Practical Magic. Okay, so this week, so we start out this week with the moon in Leo, and then it moves into Virgo. Mm. And we are moving toward the Libra full moon on Saturday. It's my Um, moon. Oh, yeah. And so I was, for me personally, I'm really like, you guys know, I've already talked about, I'm really feeling like fine tuning my Mm. relationship with myself, taking care of myself in a way that feels nourishing and self loving. And I feel like this week is a good time to um, tap into celebrate yourself, your uniqueness. Well, this is like the house. Oh yes, totally like the house. Celebrate your uniqueness, your like let yourself sparkle. That's the Leo moon, but I also mm. feel like the Virgo too. It's like the that self-care, the self-care habits and then and like health, just taking care of your body in a loving way and the details, the beauty, and then of course, Libra is balance, about balance and beauty. So mm-hmm. on Saturday on the Libra full moon, maybe do a ritual I think I'm gonna do a ritual. I mean, I was thinking you could use lipidolite. I feel like that crystal mm. will be really nice for Saturday. Like maybe a pink or right a lavender here. candle. Yeah. Yeah, so lipidolite if you don't know. It's a like a purpley or lavender crystal with sparkles in it. And it might be a I think it'll be a real nice balancing, grounding crystal that will also help you find self-love, self-compassion, and just joy in being yourself in the world and shining your light yeah. with generosity because mm. this it is it's interesting to kind of separate out i mean the belief that we're being like to want to be seen and appreciated for who we are like that to separate out the thought that that's narcissistic or self-centered it can be but it there's also a part of it that is a way of expressing it that is just authentic like we just well, want to
1: be seen also It is very true. Hurt people hurt people. And when we value ourselves and we're centered in that self, centered in our loving adult, like where we feel, where we're appreciating ourselves, then we can see, we can be kind to other people. We can be generous with other people. We can, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you can think of people that you... You love or people that you maybe you follow or that you admire from afar (laughs) who shine their light and that you feel like it is generous, like you are so happy they're shining their light, you know, and this is you. You have your own unique light that no one else has. Yeah. So thinking about shining that light in a way that is generous and feels good to you this week and then maybe doing a ritual, a full moon ritual. There could be like maybe you could take a bath Mm. and then light a candle set the intention to shine your light kind of get clear on how you can take care of yourself any changes like you could tune into spirit see if there's any changes you could make in the way that you relate to yourself or the ways you offer your gifts to the world just feel the joy of that possibility and open up to it and
1: set that intention I love it yeah like yeah I love it okay so before we pick our cards um we as I've already said, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com for all of your Natasha Needs and Instagram, highestlighthealing. And you can find me at testwhitehurst.com
0: You can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at testwhitehurst
1: All right. And we already said where we can find us. Yeah. Magic Monday. And we are working on things to, um, you know, see you in other places. Yeah, we're working yeah. on a class. I mean,
0: we have it in mind. We're yes. going to get it going. Yeah. We're excited about it.
1: Okay, so I am picking a card from The Wisdom of the Oracle. I haven't done that in a while by oh, yeah. Baron Reed. Okay,
0: and I'm drawing from my Cosmic Dancer Oracle.
1: Okay. And I picked truth be told. Mm. Interesting. Honesty, accepting things at face value, coming out of denial, the willingness to be transparent, clarity of communication. I just want to say before I even read, this is part of the thing of living in the gray area in terms of like coming out of denial and just letting instead of switching quickly to like oh I'm either bad or I'm great like you know like but just letting yourself be how oh yeah right now it feels like this right now it feels not great okay or right now I feel do you know what I mean like just oh totally yeah
0: like like feeling for example like Oh, I just let somebody down. Somebody's disappointed yeah. in me. like, let me just take a breath and breathe into that. Oh, that doesn't feel good, but there it is,
1: <laughs> yeah, or and and also, I mean like even letting yourself be in confusion or letting yourself like um be like. Uh, Yeah, it's uncomfortable to let somebody down or whatever. Okay, so the oracle's message. There is the truth, which is the essence of a thing, and then there is a truth, subjective according to the philosophy of the adherent or believer. This is not a time to debate about which truth is truer. This is a time when you are called to proclaim your truth out loud and be willing to be transparent, honest, and open in your communication with others and with yourself. Nothing less than surrender... Nothing less than surrender to what is. Peeling off the layers of denial that kept you tied to illusion will set you free. Be authentic and gloriously flawed, and spirit will answer with miracles. Love it. Nice. Okay. Okay,
0: so I drew Improvise. Great treasures are waiting for you in the most unexpected places. It is time to take a detour onto a road less traveled. First, you must release attachment to a particular destination or outcome, Mm. free up your sense of playful spontaneity, and dare to step bravely into the unknown. The universe desires to co-create with you. Relinquish your concrete plans and rigid expectations to signify your willingness to dance gracefully with the cosmic mystery and wild divine.
1: It's it's great. Yep. So
0: letting go, stepping into the unknown, that's some of that fool energy.
1: Yeah. And just being in that gray that gray area which by the way may not be like bad necessarily it could be good if we just let ourselves be in it
0: yeah so being with what is what's true like outside of you but also what's true inside of you just like letting it be what it is not needing to understand it
1: and opening up to it yes exactly all right thanks everybody we'll see you next time yeah thank you
0: the face by something or someone.